Welcome back to the Late Bloomer Podcast. My name is Juan and I am your host. And today we have a very special guest. He's somebody that I have referred to in the past. He is my dance mentor. He was the director of the Latin Rhapsody Dance Company. Uh, he helped me with the Sucias project when I decided that it was time for, for us to do a, a new venture. Here is uh, Ruben Ochoa. How's it going, everybody? Yeah. You're finally on here. I'm finally on here. How long did it take me to get you on here? I don't know. It took me a long time to get you on here. It's okay. Schedules didn't end up working out. And actually, I had um, somebody from Rhythmic Fusion Dance Company, Gerardo. He was telling me that I I needed to have you on because I do mention you quite a bit. But that's because I hate you. That is very true. And the feelings are mutual. I'm, I'm just doing this because... I came to sabotage you. Oh, that's fine, nah, dude. That's kidding. cool. No, <laughs> no um, all right, Ruben. So how how did we meet? How did we meet? Hmm. How did this friendship begin? Well, I don't know. I, I think he like slid into my DMs and you're like, yo, what's up, Papi Chulo? Late night dance booty calls. Yeah. That's what I refer to them. No, no bitch. <laughs> no, but really, really the... The way we met was at the Noche de Fuego social here in what, Pasadena, right? I yeah. think it was, yeah, well, it's the PCC club, but it yeah. was in Glendale at the time where, wow. where they had it. Specifics, dude. Specifics. I remember where we met. Yeah, I remember what song was playing. Yeah. I remember everything. I remember the, the, the lights and the twinkle in your eye when you when you came and approached me. I knew you loved me. No, I'm just kidding. I approached you. I was like, yo, what's up, dude? False. <laughs> <laughs> I approached you. <laughs> But I want to hear your your story, so I can go ahead and and see if if uh, ours line up. Yeah, you know, um, you know, with maintaining a business, a dance team, it gets very costly. So I was desperate. I'm dancers. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I was like, where is he going? With this? I'm. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Is that am I too am I too loud? You're you're fine. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Juan. No, no. Um, uh, I definitely was uh, looking for, you know, dancers for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk at this uh, tone because uh, Juan just gave me the death eyes right now. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, yeah, you know, we, uh, I had a, I, one of my uh, dance uh, teams perform at the event. And... Um, I think it was after the performance. You're like, "Hey, I like your style. I know that I've seen you at Mike Zuniga's, you know, classes. Cause you know, I don't know what you're doing there. You know, he's like trying to, trying to steal. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to steal dancers from Mike's team. That's why I was there. Is that what you want to hear, Juan? Is that what you want to hear? I hope Mike <laughs> listens to this. No, <laughs> there it is. It's the truth. That's no, why I drove all the way up. No, there. I love Mike. Mike is my brother from another mother. Oh, that's cool. That's good to hear. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, yeah. I, I was. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get to uh, to Mike in a bit, but yes, I, I was uh, dancing with Mike, and we were collaborating. He actually no, he invited me to be a part of his uh, little special project where it was me, him, and Edward. Um, and we were doing like a pro like men's like group aside from his men uh his rf men's team mm-hmm. yeah and that's where juan saw me originally but he didn't but we never conversed at all we just passed yeah by each other yeah i will say that we were like two ships in the night just passing each other i guess yeah. uh, 
I think because I was just so set on being on RF at the time that I wasn't really looking at it. It was tunnel vision. I wasn't looking at any other dance companies. But then uh, I approached you at Noche de Fuego, girlfriend at the time. I remember telling her, hey, so I think that's Ruben Ochoa over there. I'm pretty sure that's him, and he's danced with Mike. Um, and with men's routine, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce myself. And then you said something that completely floored me. You, I was like, hey, my name's Juan. I just want to come over here and introduce myself. And you said, hey, so um, I, I've been watching you dance out there, and you know, you should, you should come and check us out. I was like, the fuck? I was like, are you sure it was me? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, you should come by and check out our team. I was like, okay, cool. And we had a small conversation about that, exchanged information, went back to, to my girl. And she was just like, hey, so uh, that seemed more like a hello. I was like, I think I just got recruited or scouted by Latin Rhapsody. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go check them out on Friday. Anyway, so I, you told me to come and check it out, right? I sure did. I show up on Friday. Mm-hmm. I was late, as I usually am. So I walk in. You're like, hey, dude, I'm glad you can make it. And then you say to everybody, hey, so this is Juan. He's going to be joining us this season. Mother, f- I did. I didn't sign anything. Um, I thought this was a class. I did not know this was practice. You bamboozled me. Did I? Hoodwinked. <laughs> I was led astray. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I ended up joining Latin Rhapsody after that. I, I, we had auditions. Yeah, I remember that to try to place two teams, and 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 then I showed up late to the auditions and you had me learn it really quick the little like what was it like two eight counts or three eight counts or whatever it was i don't remember yeah but um so i did it once with a group and then you said so and so so and so head over to the other room everybody else if i didn't call your name stay here and then our really good friend devin um, Devon. Yeah, Devon. I, I got to meet him. I was just like, hey, so, you know, why is everybody else going to the other room? Like, why are we being separated? He's like, oh, that's where the beginners are going. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's where I should be. And then as I'm walking over there, you catch me in the hallway, like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going with the beginners. <clears throat> and then I was like, oh, you're like, no, you're, you're going to be on intermediate because it was ascension and progression. Yeah. So you're going to be on progression. And I thought you were batshit crazy. I still think that you're batshit crazy. But for some reason, you you I, made me believe in myself. Yeah, I saw something in you, you know? Yeah, and you you ended up being completely disappointed, and that's okay. I mean, it's okay. I like how you're not saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, you know, messing with you. No, I mean, of course, like, we all, we're all going to feel, you know, negatively towards ourselves, and... And, you, you know, you might not see a light in you, but definitely I did, as I did with all my, my dancers, you know. Um, you guys, you guys did great. It's just, it's always, it's hard to overcome a, a mental, like, state of, like, you know, putting yourself, like, okay, well, I'm at this level. But then that kind of, like, you know, you, you, you close off, uh, you know, you, you close it off to actually achieving where you actually are. So, yeah. Yeah, those mental barriers were something else. And I feel like I did have, like, uh, a set of, or uh, a sense of imposter syndrome while I was there because I was like, I shouldn't fucking be here. I haven't paid my dues. And, um, but like I said, there there were multiple times when I came down to practice and I wanted to quit. 
and you didn't let me. I was like, don't be like a bitch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> either either in different ways of saying that, or you literally just said that, which was fine. Like, it, it was just, I'm not a little bitch. I'll figure this out. And, so. and, you, and you were. No. no. We performed. I had a good time, and that's what it was. Uh, but that was my my dance journey, like, on an official dance team, because I ended up leaving RF at one point and yeah. joining Latin Rhapsody. Which, I, that was not my my goal, was to take you away from from RF and you succeeded that was your goal damn it. You, cut, you cut right through it you, damn you whore. no man <laughs> no I was just like two practices uh, a week for me at the time were, were just yeah, taking a lot so I just I had to choose one and um, I I loved RF for what it gave me but um, there are some teams that sometimes are like some some environments where you feel like okay I maybe I feel a little bit better somewhere else and it's not anything against RF dance company at all you know it's just a vibe that that you flow with better and there was just something about Latin rap city that really kind of drew me in yeah and now I'm like a leech or are you a leech to me at this point cuz I don't even know get out of here with that you are whatever you want this is your podcast if, <laughs> if you want me to be the leech I'll, I'll be the leech okay yeah. so i'm the leech yeah you're the leech that's fair all right that's fine i'll go ahead and i mean ho- hopefully i'll be able to convince you to do another sucias piece but before we'll we see. get into mike before we get into the sucias before we get into ruben Huchoa, who exactly um let's get to baby ruben yeah. So yeah, I, I guess um, starting off uh, with about myself and like where I come from. I'm originally from Napa Valley, the Bay Area. So you know, if you want to take it back there, sorry, a wine connoisseur, food mogul. Did you really just say food mogul? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just the way that you whipped your hand when you're like Napa Valley Napa wine country. I need the pizzazz, you know. I still have my. My spirit fingers, I guess, you know. Okay, so Napa right, Valley, man. wine country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, country, very country-esque kind of like town. You know, it's a valley. Uh, not much uh, to do there, but my parents definitely put me in a lot of like, you know, uh, programs and after school, you know, uh, curriculums and such. Like uh, I used to play the violin. I played the violin from, from second grade up until... My senior year in high school. Um, Were you good? I was alright. I, I mean, I could have been like really good, but uh, I was uh, embarrassed to be a violinist and to you know uh, play, especially before. Um, I used to get like teased about it. I like before I had a uh, my jaw su- my, my jaw surgery. Uh, I did have like a an underbite, and so it did make my chin pop out a lot more. Uh, I already have a very you know masculine chin crimson chin crimson chin yeah I would talk about uh, but yeah so I, I was embarrassed for playing but I mean I, I did like it I mean I've always been like a I guess a musical person thanks to my my mom uh, even though like they're not very like musical or anything but they just put me in those programs I played soccer uh, since I was like five I played football in high school um, I did acting in high school I, and then I, then I got into dance. I, I started getting into dance like when I was like in middle school. My parents would take us to San Francisco and, and then I saw like, you know, break dancers and 
you know, street performers, like, in the whole, like, silver outfit, you know, doing the robot and everything. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And, and I was, like, so into, like, super powers and, like, superheroes. I'm a big-time, like, fan of that. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. I want to, like, try to, like, you know, break dance and, like, try to be, like, you know, superhuman. And that's how I kind of got into dancing. Uh, so I would, like, go on the internet. Back then, you know, it was AOL, so it was dial-up, so it took forever Yeah. to to you know stream something so i'd watch like uh old school videos i saw one of like van diesel when he was like a teenager like you know doing the worm and doing the windmill and stuff like that pretty crazy stuff if you guys didn't know that van diesel was a break dancer yeah he was a break dancer yeah right um yeah and then I, after that i uh i convinced my mom to let me do the dance program at napa high mm-hmm. uh where originally it was called jazz two but we kind of did like a hybrid of a hip-hop class and uh my dance teacher miss uh chris van trees uh she would bring in hip-hop dancers from the bay area around the bay area to our classes and she would like uh um, have them come in and teach us so i started off like with popping and breaking before we like really got into like commercial dancing and i was like oh i'll just you know i want to be a b-boy i want to just like learn how to break dance and like live that kind of lifestyle and uh, so that's what I was like fixed on, and then I got into popping, and uh, they would bring like like super well like well known like poppers in the class, and it was like really cool, um, a cool experience that I, I got to learn from my dance teacher, uh, having all these connections, and I'll, I'll kind of fast forward it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, uh, um, yeah. So yeah. I got, like, I really started, like, dancing, I would say, like, my sophomore year in high school. And uh, thanks to one of my my best friends, uh, slash my best man. Uh, Don't get mad, bro. Okay, don't give me those eyes. All right? You're still invited to the wedding. We we do need some busters and some... I'm just kidding. (laughs) Fucking walking out of the podcast right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, yeah, uh, he got me into the classroom and everything like that. and, uh, And my dance teacher, like, really believed in me a lot where she would, like um take us to like dance uh dance classes outside of our high school and uh with like some like well-known like hip-hop instructors and and stuff and then after i graduated uh, i did stop dancing for a bit and i just uh stayed in like the food world uh but she'd always but i would always come back and like you know give back and like teach choreography and and teach like breaking at the high school and then uh, i decided to um I decided to, you know, move down to L.A., but she had passed away. Uh, and so, like, I wanted to, like, you know, she believed in me so much. That I really, And I really believed in myself that I really wanted to try to come out and, and dance. And so I moved from Napa when I was 21 down to Los Angeles um, to pursue my dreams. Yeah. But originally, I wanted to be a fireman. Okay. Well, before we get into that, because that was a lot. That was a lot, right? That was a lot. You came prepared shit no um were you a popular kid back in high school um i would say uh, i would say yeah like uh, I, I was pretty known i hung out with everybody I, i'm i i feel like i'm a a very open person where you know i don't like to like judge and discriminate a person you know if like if you know depending on like you know what their ideology is or what their vibe is you know like i hung out with like the popular people I hung out with 
the dance people hung out with like the the orchestra i guess and band nerds and geeks i hung out with everybody like i was just a very you know open person like i you were I, a social butterfly so i mean I, I, of course i was still shy but um i mean I, i'd never liked really being mean to people you know if somebody wanted to hang out with me of course I'd be like yeah dude what's up hang on the quad what, is, what are you doing with those eyes nothing those judging eyes yeah they were <laughs> because i like to judge people who were polar opposites um okay so fast let's just fast forward that, that i guess that was my question was like were you popular were you good at soccer um i was but i never really like again i, I was I'm, i was always trying to like find out you know my niche and see what i'm all about i didn't even think i was a really good dancer either i just loved it so much you know that i, I wanted to get good at it but um i'm still i'm still you know creating myself and that's just going to be a never-ending process we're, we're just always evolving always evolving and that and that's a beautiful part of life yeah. but um okay so you came down here you wanted to be a firefighter well before before yeah. yeah before i was i was going to school for firefighting i was going to go into the academy and i was just like you know what i don't want to be that what if guy and so i i was like mom dad i'm moving to los angeles is that how you said it yeah and then my mom cried a little bit and she's like you need to focus on school and da 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 I'm just like, I'll try my best. But I really got to go out there. And, and I just, you know, I want to create my own legacy. And I want to, I want to, you know, create my own legacy. And I also want to, like, you know, make my parents proud in a different way. My brother, I look up to my brother so much. He's super smart. Um, he went to, like, UC Davis and double majored in political science and uh, psychology. And so, yeah, really, really intelligent guy. And, uh, and I felt like that, boom, that's like his niche for me. I've always been like a physical, creative, goofy person. So I, I wanted to, you know, go that route. What did your parents do for a living? Or um, I can't say. It's uh, classified. No, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, my, my mom, she, uh, she actually just retired uh, uh, last year. Uh, she is a... Or she was a probation officer. She was like a supervisor. Oh, shit. So she's um, in the criminal justice field, and she, uh, she went to school for criminal justice. And uh, I think um, something else. I forget what else. Um, but yeah, yeah. So she's in that. She definitely wanted me to pursue that area just because uh, I guess I, I, I don't know. Of course, like, you know, your parents are always going to want you to be just like them, but better, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, which I was considering being like a, a probation officer or, you know, being a DEA officer, which would have been pretty cool, but very dangerous. And for me, like, I didn't want to do any jobs that would, you know, hurt my family or my future spouse because those kind of jobs are high risk of divorce rates, so... I just, you know, I want to have a happy family like my parents did. My parents are a great example of love, so I they have a that. great relationship. Yeah, been together since forever. They've known each other since they were kids, and they got married in their late teens. Back then, it was okay, I guess, you know. But no, my mom was like eighteen when she got married, and my dad was like twenty, twenty-two, twenty-one, something like that. So yeah. What did your dad do for a living? Uh, he was the. Um, he had many jobs. I mean, he came here illegally originally. 
Okay. Yeah, so he, you know, that, you know, that, that traditional, you know, American dream story where he came out here trying to... Um, find a better uh, life. Find a better life for him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, so uh, he, I mean, he did everything from, like, working in the vineyards into, you know, uh, doing uh, custodial work into, like, carpentry and, and electrical work. And then he then uh, got his... Um, his citizenship when I was like in my t- in my early teens, I want to say when I actually I think when I was like twelve or thirteen, and um, and then he got a job uh, being an electrician uh, for a couple of uh, well first it was like some company and then he got a job through um, the Cinema uni- uh, University so so he, he landed a really good job and yeah and he actually just retired like last month. Two months ago? Yeah, two months ago. So both of your parents are retired? They're retired, and they're just, like, living their best life traveling all over the world. I, yeah. was, I was about to ask that. Are they traveling? All over the world, yeah. Not right now, because, like, you know, the whole coronavirus, and they're kind of like spooked out a little bit, but, yeah. Yeah. So they're doing great, so, uh, yeah. That's glad, man. Uh, that, or the, I'm glad. That That's great. That's great to hear that you had such a an amazing... Uh, influences on you as a child especially from from your parents yeah growing up parents are are your heroes yeah definitely you know um okay so so you come down here break your mom's heart (laughs) (laughs) uh because you're not going to be jumping into burning buildings and you want to pop lock and drop it like it's hot yeah uh so did you know anybody when you were moving down here um yeah a couple of my um um friends from back from napa they had a, a an apartment here and I crashed with them and then I was trying to like pursue you know um, uh, dancing uh, I would take classes at Millennium like all the time and I basically like living the the hardcore artist life eating mac and cheese and top ramen and hot dogs just so I can take classes and um, uh, so I was trying to balance that off with like school still uh, and then I um, then I got a job at Bouchon, and uh, well, Bouchon ended up opening up a location in, in Beverly Hills, and I started working there. Um, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a French restaurant, but yeah, uh, yeah. So get, getting into that, yeah, I would just take classes all the time, but I was like so afraid still to like, like you know, be judged and uh, get cut or people like you know talk smack about like, oh, what is this guy doing? He's not a dancer. So for sure, I was like, you know, just like anybody else, like. Is it cutthroat like that? It's super cutthroat, but it, and for sure it's like all you like it's the people that it, it's like all about who you know for sure, for sure for sure it helps out. You can be a crappy dancer and know somebody and still like you know be a backup dancer for Usher. It just depends on who you know. Um, but luckily, I made some friends and I did get to do a couple of like gigs. I did get casted a lot for Armenian artists. Yeah, I guess I look Armenian. Um, so I, uh, I I did a couple of, like music videos for them. Um, I did uh, the Hollywood Christmas Parade, which was pretty cool. Uh, one year I forgot which year it was. I think it was like twenty fourteen or so. And then um, I auditioned for So You Think You Can Dance, and uh, I got I, yeah. So I went pretty big, and I wanted to see if I can like see how far I can get. And the first time I got cut when it was choreography. So they 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 go through preliminary rounds. Uh, and it was a pretty cool experience. I actually met Arnie, um, uh, that's like really good friends with uh, uh, DJ Vince Torres. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnie, he uh, was there on the same audition, 
uh, he but he was doing salsa and I was doing hip hop, and then like, yeah, then like four years later, uh, I, I I saw him social dancing. I was like, dude, were you auditioning for Say Think You Dance like some time ago? And he was like, yeah. I was like, dude, we were in line together. He's like, oh crap, yeah, we, you were. And that was pretty cool. Small world, a lot of small world here stuff here that we'll probably go into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I'm go- kind of going all over. No, that's fine, man. Dude, hippity hoppity everywhere. That, yeah, that's, that's how Ruben is, so it's yeah. fine. This is normal for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I auditioned and I got cut at choreography because I'd never danced salsa before. And so I started taking uh, salsa classes um, with Javier Campina. And um, I forgot the other guy's name. I know it's messed up. But yeah, Javier Campina. He, uh, I was taking uh, salsa classes with him. And then he said, like, hey, uh, you're, you're doing pretty good in the class. Uh, I'm a part of this group. Uh, that's doing a like a tribute dance to Michael Jackson with salsa and hip hop. You should come to the audition right after class, and so I did. And then I uh, I went to the class and I was like, crap, the heck, this is like heck of hard. And I was learning salsa on one, I'd never done on two. And then uh, I learned from uh, Sion Stylist, um, who was like uh, pursuing like uh, musical theater and like uh, acting and and uh singing and uh we did a show i did a show with him and like, a couple other people uh it's what was called the the rock with you tour and so yeah it was like all of michael jackson's greatest hits but with uh a latin influence and like latin beats and it was pretty cool that's fucking dope yeah it was a lot of fun like a great experience uh and i i, I got to like learn more about like like salsa because i didn't know there was there was a thing called on two or i don't know what the heck Afro Cuban was I was just coming from a hip hop world, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then after that, I performed. And then Jorge Contreras at that time with Leslie Ferreira, uh, they owned uh, Bachata Caliente, and they saw me dance and they asked if I wanted to uh, join. And I was like, kind of like skeptical. I was like, eh, I don't know what, what what bachata is. I was like, eh, I'm okay with that. Like I was all about salsa, um, so he like like he kept you know. Like trying to sell me and push push me on it, like just come to the class, kind of like how I did you, you know. Just like yeah, come to the class, boom. We got a new team member here. His name is Ruben. He's I was Ruben. Yeah, yeah. Like you were Jorge. Oh, I guess. Well, in that instance, I was Ruben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, yeah, finally yeah, I I I was Ruben. You were Ruben and I was Georged. I guess. Yeah. 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 So then I yeah I got into bachata and then uh, I had actually. Um, I was uh, doing this like, like nonprofit program where I would. It was called a um, um, uh, movement. Uh, I forget what it's called. Dang it, something movement. It'll get back to me. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it was like this uh, um, program where a bunch of dancers would go out to uh, Panama or South America or South Africa, and uh, you would like you know uh, teach dance to orphan children and the schools over there. And so I went there for, I went to Panama for about like two weeks and I was, uh, we were, we were going to put on a big show around 4th of July, um, in, uh, Panama. And so we were teaching like ch- uh, children and like some older adults, like, uh, um, hip hop and salsa and partner work. And it was a very, uh, really cool experience. Yeah. It was very awesome. And it was very like eye opening too, cause it was just sad to see um, these kids that were orphaned that, you know, didn't have a home and it was, it was 
sad, but I was happy that I was happy to like be able to give give the gift of dance to them, and then hopefully maybe one day they'll pursue dance and you know or pursue anything because like you know I mean dance is awesome and everything, but for sure I feel like it's a great outlet to like build self confidence and and people yeah. I feel like I've been getting the opposite from dance, but I feel like I just have self-esteem issues, which I'm trying to work through. Yeah, I mean, we all we all have self-esteem issues. I, I still do. Most of them come from you, though, so it, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you believe in me way too damn much and gives me a sense of, like, why the fuck is he believing <laughs> in me so much? Um, no, man, dude, that's great. Yeah, yeah, you were exposing uh, kids ah, to it. It was called Movement Exchange. Sorry. The Panama? Yeah, the Panama trip. Okay. The through, program. Okay, it's so through Movement Exchange, you were exposing kids to a new art form in yeah. order for them to be able to express themselves and mm-hmm. giving them a, a different type of outlet. And I feel like everybody should dance, like whether it be that you're doing it for like hard like a, as a hardcore hobby or just like every once in a while it just yeah. feels good you know to, to get out there and move um so you do pachata caliente you go on your trip to panama um after that what what ends up happening with your dance career ruben do uh, you do you end up going to because you were on carrico yeah but, so yeah so uh george and leslie both called me and said hey well you know we have uh we're gonna do we have our different visions so we're gonna do different things you know it's up to you and like there's no hard feelings if you choose you know uh me or the other and i was like cool i mean well i like respectfully you know um uh i know george more and he's the one who kind of like got me into it and i'm gonna i'm gonna go that route i'll go i'm gonna go through the carrico route mm-hmm. and so yeah I, I i danced for uh george and carrico for uh, I think two years or so, um, and it was it was a cool experience. I got to learn a lot of, of traditional bachata as well as like cool partner work, and then um, he really wanted me to integrate like hip hop into into his company, and we did, and um, yeah, it was a cool experience. And then after that, um, then we had a, a difference in in style, so I ended up uh, leaving to start your own thing. This amount of thing because you were doing Fifth Element. Yeah, we were doing time. Fifth Element. Yeah, in Yeah, and so yeah, and after that, um, yeah, after that, uh, we got um, uh, into like planning. You and, and the original people were like me, uh, Zueli, Misho, uh, Caesar, and um, and uh, it was Federico, but he's no longer like dancing. Um, I haven't seen him in like a long time, and then of course it was a uh, Karen, and uh, who else was in there? Um, uh, Let- my friend Leticia and like other people, and so then we were coming up with names, and then um, we were trying to figure out like, oh, you know, we're trying to be like a blend of things, and like you know, to see what we are, and um, <laughs> and uh, so uh, we were like word playing a whole bunch of stuff, and then. Um, Zueli said Rhapsody and I was like ooh that sounds good and we're like Latin Rhapsody and that's how that, that name kind of happened because Rhapsody is like a med- medley of different things and yeah. coming together so uh, yeah and that's how that name happened and then after that I originally I actually I, I didn't want I didn't want to uh, like 
a, I guess a partnered team. Like I wanted to start off originally with like a partner, having a dance partner and then building myself um, more that way and then have a dance company. Um, but going back to like Kerrico, um, he, uh, he, he was like, you know, George was pushing me for, for me to have like a dance company. And I was like, uh, I don't really want to. I want to like have a partner first and yeah. like start, start off that way. And then I also wanted a men's team originally first. I wanted a all, I mean, it was my vision to have an all men's team since I was like in high school. Like a, like a, uh, a boy group, you know, a men's group eventually. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. And then yep. it just kind of like snowballed after that. So we had this Latin Rhapsody and then became uh, Progression and then <clears throat> Ascension. And then a year late, like two years later, then we had decided that we wanted to do um, no longer. Yeah, we want no, not that we didn't want to do no longer have the Ascension team. We wanted to add um, a men's team and a, and a women's team. And then. Latin Rhapsody fire kind of happened. You mean? The <laughs> <laughs> fire happened. <laughs> fire, yeah, fire did end up happening. But just really quick, so I remember Latin Rhapsody was big uh, at one point. You're okay. Yeah, uh, no, really, <laughs> you're fucking selling yourself short because you, you, and and I say this to. <clears throat> there are some people within the social dance scene now. Whenever I, I, I do get a chance to go out, you know, from time to time, I do get the question, um, where did you learn how to dance or were you a part of a team? It's like, yes, uh, I was, I primarily say I'm part of Latin Rhapsody. You know, that was the last thing that I was officially on, aside from the project. <clears throat> and um, I always get, or for the most part, I get the question, what's that? I say, oh, well, it was a dance company that, um, at, that I danced under Ruben Ochoa. Who? And I can't tell you how much it breaks my heart. Like most, mostly because not not for the sake of somebody not knowing who you are, you know. Because like people, people who do know will go ahead and speak volumes of not only your dance but of your character. Um, but more of like it breaks my heart that they weren't able to experience what Latin Rhapsody was. Because there was something about the performances, the routines that that were coming out all the time, or or during during that period, it was just like these guys are doing something completely different. And um, I was actually talking to Mike Zuniga about it not too long ago when when we recorded our podcast. It was like you have an ear, you know. You talk about the musicality; you know, it helped with your musicality, but you have an ear to hear beats, like in between beats, and like yeah when we both agree like how the fuck does he do that like and (laughs) it's just like you know i remember when i first started on ladder rhapsody like you'd be like it's da 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 do you not hear the da it's like no i don't fucking hear anything and then you'd keep on playing it and playing it and eventually i don't know if it was my brain tricking me to be like yeah just say yes so we can get on with the program (laughs) (laughs) but it was more just like oh how did i not hear that before you know um but it, it's crazy, man, like to 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 see what, what you guys were putting out. And then once I finally got, like I said, I knew I was aware of Rhapsody, but I was tunnel vision about um, about joining RF. But once I had the opportunity to be on, on Latin Rhapsody, I I saw truly how special it was. Um, and yeah, and I will speak like volumes of that 
until the end yeah, of my right. dance career. Lion ass. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. God damn it. <laughs> Making me run it so many times. I got it. He said again. Okay, one more time, and it was never one more time. I hated that so <laughs> much. I can't tell you how much I, you were just a liar to me. Like, and I understand why you would say it, but at the same time, it's like, just tell me that we're going to do it seven more times, and then I'll count them down in my head. Don't say one more time, and then two hours later, we're still here. But yeah. I get it. It's fine. Whatever. You wanted to torture me. So, um, as everybody else. Yeah. Know. No, come on, Ruben. You, you wanted <laughs> to forge me into, into your protege, and I failed you. It's fine. No, so you end up doing, uh, you end up uh, bringing in two new teams. Uh, when I came on the team, it was uh, Ascension, Progression. Um, you also had the hip hop team mm-hmm. and then uh, Pro. Yeah. Right. Um, and then following season, we brought in uh, Latin Rhapsody Desire, which was the women's team. Mm-hmm. And then Latin Rhapsody Fire, which is the men's team, even though nobody really called this Latin Rhapsody yeah. Fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was crazy because so five of us ended up performing but we started with more than five originally mm-hmm. there was I feel like ten guys I think I, I think it was like twelve at, I think yeah. it started off at twelve and then little by little they just kind of like started and stopped coming to practice yeah they're like fuck this guy named Ruben man what the hell is he doing? <laughs> this is not my child like, what the hell is this <laughs> yeah. um and I remember just being really excited because I originally wanted to be on a men's team, but you guys didn't have a men's team, so I had to do couples. Um, yep. But what what finally gave you that push to do it? Like, was it just like, um, it was, it's, it's time, or is it? It was it... that dream to have uh, that men's team, like that um, Brian Puspos, Ian Eastwood, Keone Madrid, like kind of like brotherhood actually brotherhood too uh, they're one of my favorite like dance groups all male groups oh yeah brotherhood is like uh the canadian factor yeah. of the susias yeah yeah got, yeah they're the, the clean susias yeah they're all right <laughs> <laughs> no, they're amazing they they're really so good are. but uh yeah so like a lot of my inspiration like comes from them and uh, i've always wanted yeah i always wanted to have that that kind of like energy um i don't know why it took so long I guess because, like, everything was just all about, you know, partner work and, and all that. And, again, like, I, I didn't have, I guess, enough money and such to, like, produce produce that because it is very costly. Even though I was working at the dance studio, it was still very expensive. And I was, um, you know, too, too passionate and uh, attached to the dance studio that we had practiced at. It was very expensive. Very. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad that you ended up doing it because we did end up getting that brotherhood yeah. type of, of vibe between us. Um, there was just something... And, and that's not to say that I didn't enjoy the couple's practices because I did. You know, Latin Rhapsody was a family first and foremost. At least that's what it, what it felt like when I was going into practice. But there was something about the... Latin Rhapsody fire practices that were... <laughs> it was just fire. It was just fire. <laughs> no, it was... I mean, it felt like we joked around, had a good time, got shit done, uh, and then joked around some more. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but it was... Great leadership qualities. <laughs> <laughs> but you... It, it was... Like, I think it's... 
you were the type of leader that we needed because you were trying to kind of create that brotherly bond, you know? Um, and it, it was just, it, we, we were there to, yes, deliver, but we were also there to have fun, you know? And by you being you, it gave us an opportunity to also be us. And, and I felt like that's where the most magic ended up happening by the end of the day. I don't, I really feel like had you not set that bar of like the type of vibe that Latin Rhapsody fire was supposed to be, the Susias wouldn't be what they are today. Yeah. I, I think. Hmm? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, who knows? I guess. You know, in some parallel universe, maybe it did work. Yeah, maybe it did. You yelling at me. Would, yeah. Would have, or you threatening <laughs> to, to kick me off. <laughs> like, you can't kick me off. I quit. Yeah. Yeah, but then you wouldn't let me go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. So you, you end up doing Latin Rhapsody for a little while. And then, unfortunately, Latin Rhapsody ends up coming to an abrupt end. Because I remember we were going to be taking... or. Other teams were going to be taking a break. It was going to be allowed in Rhapsody Pro for a good while. And then I remember finding out it's done. Yeah. You know, it ended up happening. It happens, unfortunately. It sucks. Um, but it it led us into something different over time. Yeah. Because you weren't dancing for, for a good while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean... Um, I was just like really, really burnt out and, uh, uh, having that financial stress that came with that and not having like a, a like a day job or mm -hmm. even a night job. I mean, primarily like, you know, dancing was my night job, but, um, it, it yeah, again, I was just stressed out and weeded out. Mm -hmm. Where I was just like, uh, I need to take a break. Where I was just going to end the team completely. And then we had like a group meeting and then they all wanted to continue. So I was like, okay, we'll do one last um, final performance, I guess, competition piece. And which I, I just um, said like, uh, yeah, I need to take a step back. And then uh, I, I was like, I gave Caesar and then uh, Alex the reins to like you know choreograph everything and also be there to help advise and stuff like that but ultimately that that was going to be like their baby and because i was again like I, I i was like burnt out no i had like no car i had like no money <laughs> so like i was just like yeah really like just done with everything and i just needed to like kind of regroup and take care of things i need to take care of and also like you know like Hardships in my family have happened, like, you know, people passing away in my family. So uh, living far away, you know, also kind of, like, made me, like, sad because I missed, like, my family for sure. Yeah. Because um, I remember there was a time where you told me that you were going to move back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to. Definitely wanted to move back because, uh, yeah, uh, I'm the, the only one that lives out of Napa right now. My, my sister actually, she's traveling for, for her respiratory therapist job. But I think she's coming back to the Bay Area. But, yeah, so um, I was just, yeah, tired. I was lost the passion and the creativity. And then some some guy ugh, just kept on bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. 
bullshit. Bugging me. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm tired of this because I've mentioned this on the fucking podcast before. And I will go ahead and stand by it today because you are right in front of me. Do you remember the late, what I referred to as the late <laughs> dance night booty calls? No. I hate you so much. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it's like, it happened like, uh, I exaggerate on how many times it happened. Maybe it happened like once or twice. But it'd be like, um, I get a call. I remember the first time that it happened, like it was yesterday. Get a call in the middle of the night. It was like 2 or 3 a.m. Hey, dude, what are you doing? I'm sleeping. Say, if if I were to do another dance project, would you be down? Yeah, I I would. You're lying. Yes, I'm down. Okay, bye. I was like, cool. And then I wouldn't hear about it again for months. And then I got another call like that. I was like, all right, cool. But then I, I felt like it wasn't going to end up happening. But then I started to bug because... I got out of a relationship and I needed something to kind of gear my energy towards. Um, took me a couple months to kind of like really like realize what it was that I wanted to do. I was like, okay, uh, let, let's get the, let's get the band back together. Now let's see if we can do this. Uh, it took a little scheming, lots of scheming, whatever. Shut up. It was a great performance. <laughs> you were all happy with it. Yeah, it, it was, it was really fun. Um, yeah. And then I remember that it's just like, yeah, let's get the Susios back together. But, and then for those that don't know, Latin Rhapsody Fire ended up turning into the Susias. People came to know us as the Susias because we would call each other Susias or Perras or something like that outside, yeah, yeah. outside of practice. And instead of calling us Fire, they called us <laughs> Susias. And that's what ended up becoming our name. It was a yeah. joke at first, but it, it stuck. Um, but yeah, I, I did bug. I remember saying like, Ruben, come on, we need to do this. Let's get this going. And you seem like you were not going to budge. Like you just were not going to do it. What made you change your mind? I mean, I just finally budged because like, you know, uh, I, I just, the, the tears in your eyes, you know, were just so, <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, no, no. The, I mean, uh, I, I wanted to do like one last thing, and I, I, we were trying to do. I wanted to do a like a like a dance charity event for um, for a friend of ours. Yeah. Um, and um, it just never got down to it because we were just trying to figure out like the times and everything. And then I, I'm my my job is primarily at night still and uh it was it, the hours or not hours but my uh days off would change so it wasn't really set so we were trying to figure all that stuff out yeah good old alcohol to actually bring us together that's how it all happened did it yeah on my birthday that's right <laughs> that's right because it was who went it was me it was just me alan and you and uh and, and uh, caesar and caesar but Luis Aragon was there too. He was the one. Now I remember. Shit, next time I have one of my pocket. Because you were skeptical about doing it. Yeah. And then Luis was the one that gave that push to do it. Now he 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 said the like, you're not down. I'm like, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down to do it. And like you're not down, bro. I'm like, you know, and then drum group and I'm I'm down. I'm always down. And so Damn. Yeah. I need to start thinking Luis more. Yeah. Sorry, dude. 
that's my bad, Luis. <laughs> I, I'm not giving enough credit where credit is due. Um, damn, yeah, Luis was the one. Yeah. That that gave that little. You're not down. Yeah. And you felt challenged, and I then felt challenged. Damn it. Goddamn Aries. Yeah, Damn. and then I'm pretty sure the next day I called. It's just like you said it. Now you got to do it. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was a drunk night. It was at your birthday. I remember we went to that one bar and it was like underground. Yeah. Yeah. And then those motherfuckers gave my my debit card to some other person by accident, and I was like, son of a bitch. And oh, did like, they really? Yeah. yeah. And I was and like, well, come back for uh, two, free, uh, two free drinks. I'm like, motherfuckers. And I have to cancel all my stuff. Did you go back for your two free drinks? No. Let's go back for your two free drinks no. two years later. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> but so we end up doing the project, getting everybody together, trying to figure out the project signs. Yes, it was supposed to be, I remember we were supposed to try to get ready in time for this charity event. There was also something, um, something ended up happening a lot sooner than what we originally anticipated for before the charity event. Um, it was unfortunate. We had no idea. And um, at that point, it was just like, okay, well, we're still going to follow through with this. Yeah. Um, and we, we started working on choreo. And I remember I was really nervous for the first day. I don't know if you were. Uh, I I was because I uh, didn't. That was a, that moment of silence was me shaking my head now. Okay, <laughs> he was nodding his head. Yes, he was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, I was." I was like, no, um, I I I was really skeptical about what was gonna happen when we all got back together. Not that there was any bad blood or anything. It was more just like, are we gonna be able to capture the same type of vibe that we did before? Because it's been a minute. Um, it had been a minute since I had been on a dance team let alone dance because i was just caught up with other stuff um and and how how what are we gonna do next you know um but it just took like just a couple of eight counts and then we were just back at it and it just felt right just so right it's yeah perfect fit that's that's like what she says oh. what <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, man, we, we ended up doing that performance. We we were supposed to have like uh, a debut date in July and then one in August. Uh, then September. And then I remember October was when oh, yeah. it was really going to happen. Then November, it's just like, hey, turkey. Yeah, no. And then we finally debuted in December. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to, um, you know, do it for... Um, Luis Aragon, you know, uh, I wanted to make sure it was going to be like a Luis <clears throat> Aragon event because, I mean, he's, he's, he has like, I mean, like everybody else, but, uh, you know, he like believed in us like a lot and Luis is a, a really good person and like, yeah, he just helped push, push that. So I wanted to like, you know, make sure that we were going to like have this debut performance happen with him as well as the Takana because our last performance as Latin Rhapsody Fire um Mana had just barely moved to uh los angeles and uh they came in support um and uh to watch our, us perform our last performance i thought it was our first performance back in la no. because it was at acapulco yeah that was the last latin rhapsody fire performance Ruben, i'm about to fact check you our last latin rhapsody performance was unified on two 
Was it? I think so. No. Yeah, because that's the one that Braulio couldn't make it to. Or was our last performance Granada? Because no. Braulio could make it to that one. <clears throat> Crap, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> you know what? They were at a performance. And I remember that one because there was only like five people in attendance there. Yeah. And then I just see, <laughs> which is fine it up, but I see a Takanala moment. Holy shit. Um, they're here. Yeah. That is cool. And then I remember Jorge gave us a shout out like on Instagram. He was like, out here with Latin Rhapsody. Yeah. I was like, oh, that, that was really sweet. But yeah, I wanted to go. They they came when they had barely moved. And then the goodbye social for them was just, it seemed like the perfect fit. Yeah. And I feel like at that point, too, people didn't believe that we were going to end up debuting. Yeah. Because of someone. I don't know who that person is. Look, I'll, I some people call it not following through. I call it great promotion tactics. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah. got to build them up. For a yeah. really good time until they don't believe it and then randomly wow. show up at a social. Yeah. Woohoo. There it is. And then and in turn, what ended up happening? We had panties thrown at us. Yeah. Which I, I, I ninja blocked, you know, in respect of my fiance. No, that's fair, dude. I had no idea that those were coming. Somebody threw a heel. Arnie, your buddy that you met on Sue, he threw his belt from the stage. I kept that. Did you really? No, I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> I can just imagine like Arnie <laughs> looking for his belt. Yep, that's just, mine now. <laughs> I just have it over a shrine. Yeah, and a note to Arnie, Arnie's belt. Arnie's belt. <laughs> I earned this. Um, nah, man. So we, how did you feel going into that last performance? Because or first last performance for you, first performance for us, first and last, I guess for you. Yeah. For for uh, our second piece because I I got there early. I was really nervous. I didn't know what, cause like I was like, "Oh shit, this is finally happening." What are we doing? Why, <laughs> you know? Um, what about you? Same shit, different day. I mean, of course, excited to perform with uh, my perras, you know. <laughs> Get it, perras? Yeah, with my my sus, yes. Yeah, I mean, definitely it was it was fun to do that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess it was just like you know, just. Getting back on that bike again, you know? For and one last ride. For one last ride. Even though it's been a minute since I've been on that bike and I was winded. Yeah. Were you really? No, I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, Vince gave you a nice introduction. Yeah, it was very nice. I love Vince. Vince is uh, a very a very sweet person. Yeah. That was very nice of him to say that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, like for me, I don't like to... I don't like to, like, you know, boast... Or what boust and and <clears throat> like joust. my name and like who I am and like my credibility. I just think of myself as just like anybody else, and uh, even though those those words are kind, I'm just like yeah, you know, I'm just I'm just a regular guy. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. So right now. <laughs> you know, I just <laughs> accept the compliments. Ruth. I like to dance, and you know, and then it's just different. It's not better than anybody else's. It's just. It's just different. It it's different. It's it's a unique take. Yeah. It it's uh, you you woobin things. Yeah. Who who Hoobin? Hoobin Ocho. Um, but yeah, man. Like uh, I remember just you getting that that introduction. I remember. I I don't remember hearing a lot of cheering. I don't. But um, I was talking to Mike about it. Also, we had a conversation about how when you're in it, you just listen to the music for the most part. You, uh, and I do that too. I try to concentrate on the music. Um, 
but I can I can still remember just like it kind of fading into my ear vents yelling out Jesus Christ Jesus Christ from the stage it's like oh we did something good awesome <laughs> it was worth the wait um but yeah man it, it was a really bittersweet moment don't get all sentimental and cry on me now. Right? I'm a cancer, dude. I can't help it. <laughs> so it was, it was a really bittersweet moment because it was something that I felt like I had been longing for for a while. I wanted to perform, but I had already said that if I was going to perform like on another team, it had to be with the guys that you know that that I was on Rhapsody with, um, and I didn't think I was going to get another chance to perform with you. And you gave me that. You gave us that, which is really great. And the guys are demanding that you do another one. They're just like, Ruben's going to do another one. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was the one and done. You know, we'll see. Life is uh, is full of surprises. So. Oh, so you're performing with us? Uh, once we build the technology and get like a hologram. <laughs> and I can perform from the comfort of my living room. Exactly. That's what you'll do. It's, it's what? You cut off right there. That's the, that's the only way you'll do it? That's the only way I'll do it. I mean, don't... We're going to bring back Cardboard Ruben. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about having a cardboard cut out of you. Yeah. And just Which would have worked out perfectly, though, because we <clears throat> did end up... Our last performance for Sushi Part 2 was at Unified On 2. And I'm pretty sure we've told you this, but Vince thought that you were performing with us. So he gave you a nice little intro again. He was just like, there's somebody uh, that's been for away for a really long time, but we're really happy to have him back, right? And then, like, Alan, because I was the last one to walk out. So Alan was at the front, and then he's just like, hey, they're talking about Ruben. What the fuck? He's just like, I told Mahima that it was only going to be the four of us. Anyway, so then we walk out, and you, Vince still kind of has his mic right here. He's just like, who the fuck's Ruben? <laughs> I was like, the cardboard Ruben would have coming great right now but yeah it, it happens then should have just popped up and performed with you guys because he can he can imitate anybody yeah really good it, i've seen him and it's it's scary how good he is at that yeah it really is but um yeah man i i don't know it i feel like again it, it speaks volumes to what you meant to the dance to the latin dance community um because people do miss your your style um and i think i i speak for the rest of the susias um that we were that we're blessed enough to be able to have access to that and you know uh for sure we don't take that for granted in any way shape or form um i mean i do in time time you're just ruben but yeah man it's it's crazy when when I joined Latin Rapture, when I initially went over there to kind of introduce myself at Noche de Fuego, I didn't think our friendship was going to blossom the way that it did. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that you were going to be such a pain in my butt. It happens, dude. You should have <laughs> read the signs. Um, but shut up. It, you, you love the fact that, that I got everybody together for Susie's part two. Did you, though? Did you? Through scheming? Yeah, again... As director, I was able to get everybody. <laughs> I, you, you have this ability to make people feel 
more confident in themselves, even though I joke around and say that, you know, my self-esteem issues come from you. You you do have a way of kind of building confidence in people. I don't know if it's the way that you say things or because you just, you say just enough. You don't, because I'm going to be honest with you, you don't say a lot, but the little words that you do say, so, oh shit, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what, you mentioned that your teacher believed in you a lot when you were younger. Do you feel like that, like you want to pass that forward to kind of help people believe in themselves? Um, I mean, yeah, definitely, especially <clears throat> in my dancing career. Um, I, I, I wanted to continue her legacy, you know, her, the way she taught us um, how, how to like, you know, be and build that self-confidence. Cause I mean, when, when she was, she was like in her like late fifties, I want to say maybe even close to sixties. And she was dancing, and there's like a video of her dancing with, um, um, uh, I forgot what, what team they're all, uh, I forgot what the team name of it was, but they practiced at Debbie Reynolds, and she was out there like break dancing at like 60 years old, you know? Like, I wanted to be like, you know, that's like awesome. I wanted to be like that, you know, which will, you know, there will be a Sucias part 10, you know, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we get together every. Yeah. Every couple of years, but it doubles every time yeah. that we get. So last time it was two years, so now people got to wait four years for part three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen. But anyway, so yeah, that's what you want to be like. I mean, I, I wanted it to um, definitely at that time in my dancing career, I wanted it to be like that. But, you know, it, you know, things change, life changes. And uh, I always be a dancer because I always move all the time. And I think it's just my ADD, even though I don't really have ADD, but... I just like to... <laughs> you're self-diagnosed. I'm sorry, you're exactly. You know, I, I went on to, you know, um, what them do you, you know, yeah. diagnose myself. There's a lot of a lot of stuff. Google is <laughs> horrible. Don't ever Google yeah. symptoms. I have the coronavirus, you know. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah. Um, so I just want to be like that, just like as a, as a person too, you know. Always, you know, be goofy and fun and lighthearted. Not take things too seriously. That's what I mean by that. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, I'm still gonna give you that same look. The fuck you mean you don't take things too seriously? Okay, that's nice. That's nice. I, I gave him the a piece finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a piece of my finger. Um. So it it took a bit of scheming to get you back for Susie's part two. Now that you know how I was able to do that, just tell me flat out what would it take in order for us. To all do a Sucias part three. I don't know, dude. I don't like to, you know, get promises to anything. I don't want to even like put that in your mind. I can already you're already scheming right now. I really you know? am. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm trying to think to myself like mm, maybe we could do this. Um, but if I mean, Andrew Yang becomes president in 2024 <laughs> I will do a Suicide part I, 3 I will do a Suicide part 3 I hope Andrew Yang <laughs> and then you can be like fuck no like that's my that's, he's a uh, it's sad that he had to jump out but you know it is what it is it happens man a, you know Bernie had to Bernie dropped out last election didn't he like right before uh, yeah it was yeah. down to him and Hillary yeah so. so he ended up dropping out and just which sucked because I, I was a big time Bernie supporter but this year not so much I mean, I'm politics, yeah. it is what it is, but, um, but yeah, shout out to my Yang gang out there. 
I'll throw it out there, dude. Uh, that's fine. Go ahead and plug politicians' campaigns. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about that UBI, here. dude. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, man, but it's... I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's crazy to see how, how much things have changed in the last couple of years. Uh, the positive response that we were able to get through a project. The fact that you were able to essentially believe in, uh, in me getting everybody back together. Um, you did take my, uh, my opinions into consideration whenever it was that we were, um, when we were getting the, the choreo together. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciated that. And you made me believe like I could do it, um, which I hate you for, because now I want to do it again. Wow. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm ungrateful. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it it's something incredible what you've done. Uh, throughout your dance career and i know that i'm solely keeping this dance related i know that there's so much more to your story um yeah about it no no there's more ruben um but uh i do want to bring you back onto the podcast at some point because um we i am going to be working on some a special project for um for whenever it is that we do CS Part 3, which isn't happening, but it is happening. We'll never know. We yeah. might start practicing soon. We're never going to do it. We start today. Wow. You just put it out there, huh? Nobody listens to my podcast, Ruth. That's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just a handful of people from Australia and Dubai and where else? No. Uh, so as of right now, and which is crazy to me. So you see, the thing about that, though, is like I don't know if there's bots. You know, like the bots, the fucking bots. So it supposedly is telling me that supposedly. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'll go ahead and show you so you can see <laughs> but uh, that I have uh, audience space in Australia, uh, Germany, Brazil and United Arabs, most specifically Abu Dhabi. That's what it tells me. Abu Dhabi. So I'm just like, all right, that is interesting. That's go on oh, the United States. None from Mexico, so I know that my family out there isn't supporting this podcast. It's okay. It's cool. Whatever. It happens. Maybe with your episode, they'll go ahead and listen to it because... No, they'll be like, who? Huchoa. Huchoa? Ruben Huchoa. Yeah, exactly. For anybody that doesn't know, that's just an inside joke that... Or it's something that I would say when anybody asks me how Ruben is doing. Because for the longest time, people would ask me how you are. And there were times where we'd go a good period of time without talking. So, yeah, because you always, uh, you know, ignore my calls. Sorry, dude. I was, all this know, BS, you know, trying to be a good friend. I was out here just... But you just want me for my dance moves. You that's not it. necessarily untrue. Smack that little ant. Um, but, no, we, um, when anybody would ask me how Ruben's doing, it's like, who? Like, Wow. Go ahead, continue. No, that was it. Who? That's it. This who? Who? Wow. Huchoa? Ruben Huchoa? <laughs> it just, it works well. What do you want me to do? It's a nice little joke. But no, dude, people, for the most part, people know who you are. And if they don't, whenever we release Sucios Part 3 this winter, uh, we'll go. <laughs> See, I'm out here posting dates and giving promises again. Damn. I'm going to say this winter, and it's not going to debut till like spring of. 2025 yeah that's about right yeah 
Yeah. That's how long our, our process takes. Whatever. But um, <laughs> before we go ahead and, and wrap this thing up really quick, my, my good best best friend who whose wedding I will be best man at. Um, <laughs> fucking dick. Sorry, there was something in my throat. Oh, that's cool. Um, what, is there anything that that you would like the, the audience to to know about you or any sort of life advice that you might be able to give on your way out whether it be about dance or maybe you want to make a special announcement like hey we're doing Susie's part three because we're not <sighs> dang but then we are not <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like always, you know, don't, don't be a what if person. Just go for it. Just go for it. Just go for it. And just go with the journey and, and create your story. You know, don't let anybody write it for you. You know, find out for yourself what's on the other side of that, of that page the fuck are you saying like <laughs> alright go, go create your own journey and find out it's on the other side of yeah. that page that's really Retro good but the, the, only, the only reason I'm laughing is because of the way that you said it write your own book alright cool everyone well thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today I hope to have your wonderful fiance on at some point yeah and then hopefully have you guys on together yeah so we can talk some some vlogger stuff yeah She'll yeah. help you out a lot. She's doing really well with with social media right now. Yeah. And this is the most awkward place to be right now. This is like old men walking around in Speedos. Oh, yeah. We're recording on my job. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw it out there. Oh, you think that... Anyway, yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you a story as soon as we wrap this up. But no, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast again. I hope to have Desiree on soon and then a combo of you and Desiree and uh, yeah we'll the next time that you guys see Ruben and I together we'll be performing Sucius Part 3 yeah thank cool. you Ruben. yeah thank you guys and thank you for allowing me to bore you with uh, with my stories oh stop <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, yeah.